Hey everybody, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Psilocybe Tribe Podcast. It is your host, Salvia the Mint. Of course, I'm here for you. I've got some emails saying, where have you been? I'm sorry, I've, I've been lacking. And we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do that, let's kick this episode off with a couple songs. Let's go. Gotta hit the pound, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that right there was the Suicide Boys with their new album, Fucking Your Culture, right there. Or that's the song off their new album, Fucking Your Culture. So there's that. And uh, we got another one from Waco Tron. It's called Hole in the Cup. Here we go. Hey, big text. 
Hey, look out. They don't like how I came through, dripping like a hole in a cup. Everything ticks when I'm rolling it up. Just throw it back, what you holding it for? By the end of the night, I be folding you up. Go on my line, she been blowing me up. Put her own game, know I'm cold in the clutch. Throw one thing, nigga, I ain't gon' touch. On my way to the block, you was waiting on the bus. Everybody on where the bows is. I'm welcome everywhere like a dome mate. But back to the script where the hoes at And gon' put that ass where the flow at When I'm gone and this bitch ain't no catching up I ain't gon' lie, this hoe green as a seven up I was a dresser, it's pressing, no letting up Let me hit from the back in these ethicals I can tell she was tipsy and knowing she with it I gave her a minute to handle her business So fuck with a swap, I'm gon' go in the city Bro, looking for her, he don't know that she missing Be mine for the night, we ain't catching no feelings Ain't number but hate makers whenever I hit it And we on the way, she so anxious to get it You find me, sit back before we get a ticket Fuck a wave, I don't know how to surf Get this hoe, she on me like a shirt Unemployed, but I put her to work Put the 40 up under your skirt And you been in my face since the moment you came That ain't no issue, gon' do your little thing Fuck with a crip and you won't be the same I hit her once and she ayy They don't like how I came through, dripping like a hole in the cup Everything ticks when I'm rolling it up Bitch, throw it back, what you holding it for? By the end of the night, I be folding you up Ho on my line, she been blowing me up Put her own game, know I'm cold in the clutch Throw one thing, nigga, I ain't gon' touch On my way to the block, you was waiting on the like a hole in the cup Everything ticks when I'm rolling it up Bitch, throw it back, what you holding it for? By the end of the night, I be folding you up Ho on my line, she been blowing me up Put her own game, know I'm cold in the clutch Throw one thing, nigga, I ain't gon' touch On my way to the block, you was waiting on the bus Yeah, I know you're feeling that one Cut it off. You know what time it is, man. That's the that right there was Waco Tron with Hole in the Cup. Good, uh, good little jam. I like to cruise down the road too, especially going to the grocery store, pulling out that bitch like you balling, knowing that you just spent all your fucking money that you got on food. <laughs> Anyways, um, y'all know what time it is. Time for a good old necessary evil. A little bit of that's right, ice cold beer. All right, I'm going to make an attempt to um, speak over the screaming people on the other side of this door and wall. <laughs> because, you know, that's the, only way to, that, that's the only way to communicate with people these days. You have to scream at their face to get your point across. You couldn't say, like, hey, man, one plus one equals two. You have to say, hey, one plus one is two. God damn it. <laughs> Hey, y'all know what I'm talking about. I guarantee <laughs> it's it's funny because it's true. Well, anyways, um, oh, let's rip off this vape real quick, and then we'll get started. Um, uh, what's up, everybody? Kratom ban right now. This uh, Ascension Council dumb fucks are once again. You know this. It's gonna happen every year that uh, kratom is gonna be. They're going to make an attempt to uh, to ban Kratom and do this and that. And they fail every time. They always lose. You always have, you know, veterans and stuff like that to step up, which big, huge fucking shout out to the veterans. In fact, um, you know, that's we got paid motherfuckers to stand and testify saying that like one pill of extract, of uh, Kratom extract, felt exactly just like a Percocet or a Lortab. And um, 
<laughs> it was just, what did you use it for? See, that's the question. Right as soon as they say, like, oh, it's just like a regular pre- What did you use it for? Why did, why did you buy it? And then you said, oh, you were, you know, people make statements saying that they're spending $300 a day on this Kratom shit. Well, that's because nobody's educating these people. When you take Kratom extract, that's like, it, it, it'll skyrocket your tolerance. So now you need more and more and more. And it's very quick. To skyrocket like I, I've tried it one time and I really did not like it it was uh it was horrible and um I I just I'm not a fan of the extracts you know I, I mean unless I'm gonna ho- going hard with a bang or some shit but they they typically make me sleepy so I'm not a big fan of those I prefer uh teas and powders you know stuff like that but regardless um you know, these people want to ban shit. You know what they should be fucking banning right now? They need to be banning, like, bullying in school. You know how many students, like, how many kids come home and they they just, they hide it from their parents because they don't want to sound like anything's wrong. They're just like, you know what, I can get through the day as long as nothing's, like, bothering me. And then as it builds up and builds up, they just break down. And you're like, what's wrong with the kid? Oh, he's just been picking on me, been bullying you know what they need to do is ban bullying. They're just like, hey, you know, if you can't get your kids in line when they're not around you, you are going to be fined. You know, because I guarantee you so many people that there's so many kids out there that bully others and their parents are notified of it. Their parents don't do shit about it because they're too busy being their fucking friend. And I feel like and it's just my opinion. I believe that if your student or I'm sorry, if your child goes to school or daycare or whatever and bullies another another kid that that right there should be a fine give them 500 bucks that's right 500 i guarantee you like lickety split they're gonna solve that shit real quick if that was a crime to bully kids in school bam 500 dollar fine bet them boys will come them, them motherfucking kids will come to school and shut their fucking mouth real quick they're like, oh, parents got to pay $500. You know the ass whooping that's going to happen? They might have never pulled a belt out to those kids' asses. But the moment they get hit and slapped with a $500 deductible, <laughs> well, they should call it a child, a mental health deductible. And I, I guarantee you, ladies, listening to this show, I know you stand with me on that. I, and it's like, as a parent, you just want to walk up into that shit and just, like, grab that motherfucker by his throat, slam him on the ground, and just look him in the eyes and be all like, who you gonna bully now? Who you gonna bully now? But, of course, that's not the right way to, you know, that's not the right way to act. And it, <laughs> oh, man, but it's hard, you know, you have to contain yourself, da 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 I guess you can tell I'm dealing with bullying with one of my kids. But it is what it is, you know, um... Uh, so yeah, you know, kids being bullied. I, I remember, especially from like uh, their their race, creed, or religion. You know, when I was in high school, there was this uh, Middle Eastern girl. I, I don't remember what her actual like affiliation was. You know, it's just she was all covered up, and she minded her own business. She had like two other friends, and that was it. And one day, there's just a group of people. We don't have to get into what race they were or whether they were male or... They were dudes, okay? They were... Uh, this was close after 9-11 happened. In school, they grabbed... Um, oh, I guess that was junior high. 
they are intermediate school. Yeah, junior high. They were bullying her in the in the uh, in the hallway, and you know she's got this long gown on. She's got this the headpiece, a hijab over her head, and one of these kids pulled it off her head and threw it up in the air onto the ground. And dude, there was another one where they sit there and was all like, "Not eleven, bitch," and pulled the fucking gown off of her too. You want to know something? That bitch was bad. She had like gorgeous light blue eyes. No, no. Listen to when I tell you this, right? Gorgeous light blue eyes. She had a beautiful long black hair. A slender body. Titties like like coconuts. You know, the coconut shells. Like they have in Hawaii and shit. Perfect little... mm. Now, this is me back in school, you know, I'm not trying to be a creep or nothing. This is my uh, my viewpoint back whenever I seen it as a kid. And the ass looked like a soccer ball cut in tubes. You know what I mean? You cut a soccer ball in half and stuff it in your jeans, bam. She was banging. And them dudes were just all like, oh, shit, she fine. It's like, yeah. <laughs> now I see why they covered the motherfucking bitches up. Damn. They don't want nobody trying to shoot their shot at them. But unless you have oil company money, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, I wish I did. Shit. I have a gold-plated AK-47 blasting every maggot, or, you know, every round out while I'm cruising around in my fucking Maybach. It'd be awesome. With the Louis Vuitton fucking uh, rap. Because that's what's in right now is rap. Instead of paint jobs, wrapping your car is cheaper and it looks fucking dope. Oh, man. But anyways, you know, I, I witnessed that firsthand. And uh, she was beautiful. She was a beautiful girl. And if I had any balls back then, I should have shot my shot at her. I probably wouldn't have the stank-ass baby mama that I do now. But, you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures. Because I, I gotta put my dick in something. <laughs> shit but anyways let's go uh let's keep it going i have some other shit to tell you guys uh the new york health department it says that hundreds of people may be infected with the polio virus dude these health departments and organizations and shit they're the same people that told you that you can wear a face mask and still fuck people and not catch aids <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's too. As long as you have a mask, are you wearing a mask? Put it above your nose. Are you wearing a mask? <laughs> Y'all remember that shit back in 2019, 2020? Everyone's like, oh, wear your mask. Wear the mask. People were walking around with fucking trash bags on their like face. I seen it. I saw it. The the shit people wore. They wore gloves and all this shit. I mean, my parents were trying to push that on me too because you know they're. When you scare an old person with death, they're just like, no, no, I worked so fucking hard to get to my retirement. I'm trying to ride this shit out. It's like, I, I was guaranteed this many years after retirement, and I'm trying to live every one of them. Tired of work. Because how about you? You, you don't like going to work? Well, I did. I did it. <laughs> Anyways, we did that shit. And, um, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like that's bullshit. You know, there's always somebody trying to say, oh, yeah, right now, like, 15 million people are walking around with AIDS. Or, you know, with fucking uh, some shit. Yeah, it's called a condoms, bud. But anyways, 
Uh, I want to put you guys on to some bacon. Who over here, who listens to this show loves bacon? I know I sure as fuck do, and I probably shouldn't be. Um, I probably shouldn't be eating as much as I. Well, I don't really eat that much bacon, but whenever I do, I go hard in the paint. Like if we're gonna cook a little bit of bacon, we might as well just make the whole fucking package. You know, cut it up and. If anything, you know, put it in the fridge and put it on something else. A sandwich, BLT, something like that. You know what I mean? Anyways. um, So, I mean, of course, we love them all on our cheeseburgers, on our eggs, loaded baked potatoes. You know, bacon just screams that fucking good, delicious, fatty, salty flavor. My mouth is literally watering right now just thinking about that fucking bacon. So anyways, let me tell you guys about this shit, man. I know it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with psychedelic? Dude, this is my show. All right, this is my show. <laughs> We're going to uh, mass-produce bacon. Is also, uh, often, uh, depending on how cheap it is, it's injected with chemical additives like potassium nitrate, sodium nitrate, and those are like preservatives and fillers. But that that shit has also been like linked to a increased risk of uh, heart disease, weight gain, even male infertility. What the fuck? Oh, well, I ain't trying to have no more kids. What? And be put on more child support? <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, you don't want to. Uh, basically, it's always best to go for the bacon that's labeled organic. And I know it costs a little bit more. You know, it was raised humanely, humanely fed like a hundred percent. You know fucking marijuana feed or some shit not giving antibiotics or hormones but there are a lot uh there's like six different brands that i want you all and i'm gonna preach this to you guys we're gonna keep this shit away from y'all great value that's at your walmart all right great value naturally hickory smoked thick sliced bacon it looks delicious it might be cheap and that's why you know, one of the first ingredients in that bitch is water, which can be a clear indicator that you're getting, like, low-quality product. I mean, why why wouldn't the first uh, ingredient on the list be fucking bacon or pork? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, of course, this has all these, like, you know, phosphates, nitrates, and shit like that. And that's the last thing you want to have, especially, if, you know, any vascular damage and aging. Meat. I age like fine wine, baby. I don't fucking crack. Moving on to that. I know, guys. I, I guarantee you I'm probably going to see a brand that I that I personally buy myself. And it's going to break my heart to really preach this because I'm going to practice what I preach here. And if I have it, I'm throwing that bitch out. No, you know what? I'm going to eat it one last time. Shit, that shit ain't fucking free. Anyway, Oscar Mayer, naturally hardwood smoked bacon. That's right. Oscar Mayer bacon is trash, you guys. I'm pretty sure, you know, with the, the cold cuts line that it promotes for the most part and hot dogs, it claims to have zero nitrates and uh, <laughs> or nitrites and what all. But, yeah, it's just as bad. That naturally, don't let that shit naturally throw you off. They are full of unnatural ingredients and bullshit. Let's go to another. Oh, not this one. Hormel. Hormel. Black Label Bacon. That shit is... Oh, fuck, not the Hormel Black Label, man. Anyways, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's also got corn sugar in it. So, you know, 
weight gain, liver disease, diabetes. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks. Here's another one. Kunzler, Kunzler, Black Forest Sliced Bacon. I've never seen that one before, but it looks delicious. Same thing. Uh, caramel coloring, cornstarch, bad shit. Smithfield. Oh, fuck. Not the Smithfield bacon. That I just, I'm not even going to. McCormick's bacon bits? Come on, dude. I love bacon bits. But, yeah, that's about it, man. If you're getting any other kind of shit, just look at your ingredients and your bacon. It's, it's already unhealthy enough. But let's, you know, let's treat our bodies better. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I had to I had to let you guys know. I'm, I'm trying to save this fucking planet the best that I possibly can. And it all starts with what's in your head. That's right, your brain. What message do I have to spit send uh, to these people? You know, my message to people always changes. You know, and that's a pretty decent email, but it's open. It's like an open question, open-ended question here, because it can go so many ways. The message is not, um, you know, and so many people believe that I'm trying to convert people from Christianity or whatever religion that you believe in, Catholicism. I was raised as a Catholic. And then I've done more research as I as I got older on uh, the Roman Catholics and their beliefs and how they, you know, the murdering and all that shit. And it was just all like, you know, join us or die. It's like an ultimatum. So it's like, well, you mean if I, if I don't believe in this God and I, I, or your ways, I have to die? Well, well, then I believe in it. Yeah, I'm I'm all in. There, go on, give me the piece of, let me get the cup of wine. Can I get a refill on that too? Let me get a couple glasses of that wine. Mm, 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 mm. Give me a little paper disc or whatever that fucking shit's called. Let's go. Body of Christ in. Mm, mm, mm. Good shit. If you want the real body of Christ, it's a psychedelic mushroom. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I'm fooling today. I've had a few beers. Can you tell? I do want to touch on, um, you know, the idea that a lot of young people are listening to this show. And if there's anything I can give you to to take home with you and to, to you know, implement into your lives, it's not just, you know, oh, eat a bunch of mushrooms. You know, you'll be all right. You, for me, I eat them. I, I, use, I dose these mushrooms whenever I feel it calling me. When I feel like I need to, there's something that I need to learn. There's just something in this atmosphere and universe that's just calling me for a sit down. You know, kind of like the mafias. Whenever the mafia people got a problem in their life or something and it's just not fixing itself, they, they call for a sit down. And that's what I describe as a, a mushroom trip. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that you you should... A lot of people like to take mushrooms and go out and walking around and shit like that. Well, that's fine. You know, you have your time for reflection and shit. But for myself, um, I just I use it as a uh, as a religious experience. You know, just most people will sit there and pray to God. I I like to pray to a God that responds back to me. You know what I mean? Like I I can talk to a wall all day long, but as as long as I don't get anything back from the wall, I'm gonna feel like this is pointless. And that's just me personally. But I do want to, uh, I want to single out the young people, and there's a lot of old people that have this same mentality, and it's the the victim mentality. You know, that's I've seen, I'm seeing a lot of it lately, that a lot of people, you know, they they don't want to take responsibility for the shit that happens in their lives, 
And uh, it's always like, well, you're attacking me. What? what? You're attacking me. You know, it's just like if you if you that's if that's the only perspective that you have, like I I can't have a conversation. If I sit there and, and, and I detect that somebody is, you know, that I'm that I'm conversing with and they just happen to go switch into this defensive mode. Well, well, what about this or what about that? What, what about this? And he goes, hey, you know what? We're not talking about all that. We're talking about you, motherfucker. And uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't want to take ownership. You're like, for me, I'll do something. And if I get caught, it's like, fuck it, dude. I get caught. You never know how much info that other person has on you to see just how mu- how far you're going to lie. And people would push it. They were just like, nope. I'm going to take it to the grave. I'm going to, I'm going to push it as far as I can. And it's just, I'm, I'm sick of that shit. I've, I've worked with people like that. I've lived with people like that. I've even met people like that. And we weren't friends for very long because it was like a woe is me type of deal. Instead of like, Hey man, I had this shit going on, but I, I powered through that shit by learning what I could, or, you know, trying to figure out what I can learn from this situation to, to rectify it. And, you know what I mean? It, it's just a lot of people don't do that. They they would. It's so much easier to say, "Well, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It, it's not my fault. It's your fault." And it's just like, "Well, dude, you're the one with the blood on your hands." No, that was my own blood. I swear. Like, okay, you know what I mean? And there comes the, the compulsive liars and shit like that. Now, I'm not speaking on anybody in particular. I'm just saying there's a large group of people that have that same mentality. And um, I, I really wish that we could all move forward from that. I guess that comes with aging. You know, once I hit my 30s, uh, I've had a very different viewpoint on the way that this world works. Perhaps I'm not being, you know, ridiculously pumped full of testosterone and trying to fuck all the damn time and shit like that. But you get what I'm saying? Like, I guess it comes with age. And I don't like to associate my people with, or I mean, myself with, with too many people who keep and hold on to that mentality. So, I mean, I'm not saying that I, I come across it too often. It's just enough to where I felt like saying something. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys know, let's, how many of you guys work, listen, or work a job? And whenever you call somebody out on their bullshit at work, they're just all like, well, this person does this. Well, this person does that. How do you know we're not taking care of that person behind you? Like, you know what I'm saying? How would, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. I'm tired of that shit. So one productive thing uh, I want to get into is I'm part of some groups around, you know, social media and stuff like that. Uh, it's not really much of a popularity contest for me or nothing or a shit post for memes, but uh, I branched out and I reached out and I asked some people, what's the most life changing experience that you've ever had on a psychedelic substance? And one saw, one that I um, that popped out, you know, in more detail was uh, this guy, Dan. He says, I saw the infinite life force and that no matter what happens, this form of being will never, ever stop and just keep firing on all cylinders to keep recreating in all shapes and forms no matter where it can be like there is life as we know it but we are made of this life force and that's what creates every type of life from the realm we see when we take mushrooms it is infinite 
3.5 grams of Mc... Oh, okay. He's <laughs> okay, so this is the experience he got after an eighth. Um, That's great. Yeah, you know, it's like everything is connected. We are all one. That's basically what that's kind of chalking it up to, is we're all one, and the universe is uh, inter interwoven with every single life experience. You know, one thing that really trips me out a lot is the alternate realities. What really like alternate like there's a a part of me that's happily married here right now, and then in another like parallel universe, there's a lonely ass me that's just miserable, just wishing that you know, wishing I could find somebody to love and all this and that. And um, I mean, it'd be a lot easier, you know, if in this reality we didn't have so many people trying to use you for personal gain. Because I can't chalk it. I can't sit there and blame women. I can't sit there and blame men because it's it's both of us. It's both. All right. Let's be honest and fair. Um, so many people are with another person for personal gain, and you know maybe it wasn't like that at first. Everything would, or convenience. You know I've had that problem myself where I was with somebody out of simple convenience, and. It uh it led me down a dark narrow path and it sucked, but anyways that was cool. Let me see another one. What else did we put on here? You know we've also got people like this one. Um, Gabe he says that I broke my cycle of alcohol abuse and overcame my fear of death. I have as well. I was always worried about. I mean I didn't. I don't think I have an alcohol problem. You know my my wife once brought it to my attention that I act a damn fool when I black out. And so I was like, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, turn down for something, you know, <laughs> instead of that, you know, pedal to the metal, I might have to like pump the brakes a little bit here and there, make sure I don't irk my tires as I turn, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's great. You know, your fear of death. That's one of my biggest one, uh, my biggest, uh, issues in life is what happens when we die and if this you know with my experience on with psychedelics if this whole existence and universe just keeps repeating itself and it's all one it i i don't think that everything just goes black you know that's that's what a, an atheist had once told me it's just once you're dead you're dead you're worm food and it's over with and um, that freaked me out because it's like, fuck, man. I sit there and think about like my favorite rock stars and musicians and stuff like that who actors, you know, Chris Farley. When I was a kid, I wanted to see Chris Farley in more movies. He was one of my favorite uh, comedic actors, him and uh, Jim Carrey. And then Chris Farley passed away. And so it was like, damn, like I wonder what these like what's his situation like? You know, if the camera moves over to Chris Farley, is it just a black square, like a like a TV that's turned off, or do you get to experience more? And I do I do believe that you get to experience more, because there's scientific studies that show um, that that the soul is real, that there's energy. Energy cannot be stopped. If you know what I mean, I'm not gonna go too fucking nutcase on it right now, but you get what I'm saying. Now there's one one gentleman, Jace. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll leave after this one. We'll move on from here. But uh, I just wanted to tell him he's got a uh, a rather large paragraph here, so I'll I'll be brief with it. 
Jay says, not only have they gave us knowledge, but they've supported us. Um, they picked through and done more work than anyone else externally could do. They treat us like family. They know what we need. These tools have given us life, meaning for life, and there's nothing more important than having a meaning or at least figuring out your path on, I agree, uh, to figuring it out patiently. You know, they go so much further in depth than basing it off experience. Like, you think about all the ways they've saved, healed, and supported. Talk about a genie in a bottle. Hey, there we go. Like, there's your God right there in a mushroom. We're, we are so gifted to have these these things to help us in absolutely full spectrum that they can aid in all aspects of emotions, pain, care. Uh, simplest to most, you know, complicated, physical, and spiritual, they... They show you how to heal it all, and uh, there, there's just there's not one thing I can be thankful for. I'm thankful for the whole idea and the creation of these tools. So that, that's awesome. You know, that's a great perspective. Uh, I completely uh, agree with that. Uh, but yeah, you you know, you get a lot of information just kind of shoved in your face at once. It's kind of with DMT. It's like you let me show you the whole. Let me show you God real quick. Bam! You try DMT. And then before you know it, it's over with and you're just all like, it's like a dream. You're trying to like recollect everything. What happened in the dream? What did I do? So what happened whenever I fell into the water or something? You know, it's weird because like sometimes I have like crazy ass dreams like last night where I just, you know, at one point my father was, uh, I learned that my father was dead and I guess I just missed it all. And I'm just feeling like I'm all alone in this world and yada, yada. And then... It just the dream went from that to like being in a in the open water outside. It's dark, and there's these sharks just pulling all around me, swimming all around me, trying to kill me because they have these little unicorn spikes on their fucking uh, on their heads. And so I'm I'm holding on to one as he goes around in circles, while the other ones are kind of coming close, trying to poke me with the damn spike. And I'm just all like, I don't like this. Why am I dreaming about this? Can I get the fuck out of here? Like, oh my God. And so, like, I, I literally had to shake myself. Like, it, I wish there was a camera on me when I was asleep. Because I'm pretty sure that my body just, like, shook back and forth to wake up. I don't know. I don't always know the purpose of dreams, you know? They always try to tell you something. But you know what they do? It's like they, they beat around the fucking bush. Why can't the dreams just, like, hey, man... Look at this. Your car is fucked up. This is what you got to pick. Alternator. Bam. Plain and simple. You're welcome. You know, it's kinda, instead of telling us that, the dream is just all like, you know, your car stalls on the highway. You get run over by 18 fucking cars. You're just like, well, oh, I guess I have to learn something. <laughs> Man. Weird. <laughs> How many football fans we have out here? You know, the Patriots. Um the the expatriate y'all heard about rich oh, i'm gonna try to say this ornberger <laughs> this guy he was uh he intentionally rear-ended rear-ended a van while on his way to practice after he was running late to the team meeting and he was afraid to be cut by bill belichick is that bill yeah bill belichick he uh yeah it was a fourth round pick in the 2009 nfl draft and uh he makes this confession that he purposely got into a fender bender so he wouldn't have to face the wrath of a of the future Hall of Fame head coach. And I mean, he's he was like, I got five minutes to be officially late, and I'm already fifteen minutes away. 
not going to fucking make it. You know, I'm not going to go any further on that. All I can say is that's how you know you have fuck you money. Imagine you're on your way to work and you have so much money. You're just like, man, if I get caught up one more time, they're going to fire me. But you got so much money that you can pay easily pay deductibles for your car insurance. You can pay repairs out of your own pocket. I'm going to just nah, let me just crash into this motherfucker right here who doesn't have fuck you money and has to come. You know what I'm saying? Like has to go. I mean, if you don't mind paying the other person's insurance part and rate, especially after the rates increase. I guess it's all good, but that's weird. That's how you know that these football like football players, it's a sport, guys. I get it. It's a huge money maker, but the real the real money should come in education. That's just my opinion. I love sports myself, you know, some of this shit's cool, but education matters a little bit more. You know what I mean? It's like being in school. Y'all remember high school, you had that one fucking star quarterback or whatever that was just fucking up in school and just like well you know what i think you're gonna take us to the uh to the championship this year so i'll give you a c plus you know <laughs> you passed that f minus just turned into a c plus so another another interesting uh comment or statement that that i've received recently was why i felt uh the need to how do i say it document everything I was doing whenever I was out of state or in Pennsylvania. Um, it really just, I, I just, because on the cool, I was away from my family. I was away from my kids. You know, those of you that have heard these episodes, you know exactly, I'm basically regurgitating the same shit. And really the only family that I thought I had here, or I felt like I had was you. That's right. The listeners, you. You guys are the real families out there because if imagine if you say, hey, man, can I talk to you for like an hour? Somebody's like they're going to look at their time and be like, mm, but uh, I, I bet you if you're an extremely attractive person like, you know, Jason Momoa or fucking Jennifer Aniston or something, all of a sudden they have time. They oh, I got time today. But um, yeah, for the most part, I always felt like. Like my my family was you guys when I'm away from everyone, and uh, anyways, and it was cool to document that I was making friends. You know, once once I moved to my wife's city, um, every person that I could call a friend just like disappeared. So I had to start all over and make new friends, and um, and I did. And I've always I make great friends out of uh, no matter where I go. My favorite being Louisiana. That was a really good time over there, but um, you know. Lord forbid you see somebody or somebody gets mad that you're winning and they're like, I was at that, uh, I was at that slot machine before you got there. That should have been my winnings. Well, then why the fuck did you get up, bitch? Yeah. Because if you don't remember, I put that hundred dollars in there. That was my hundred dollars that I put in there. Maybe it simply didn't like your ass. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be talking shit. And you know why? Because I'm ready to back that shit up. Like, I have little tolerance for people who want to gamble and just say, that was supposed to be my win. Like, then why didn't you stay? If you know that so fucking well, why didn't you stay? Anyways, but yeah, you guys are my family in a nutshell. I love you guys. You know, just you've been with this uh, this show for two years already, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. You know, sometimes, you know, of course, we have life and shit going on like right now. 
you know, I had uh, I had to take a while. Ooh, excuse me. I had to take a minute to, what do you call it, uh, to record because I was dealing with um, legal issues in terms of baby mamas. You know, you, and you guys will always hear me talk shit on my baby mama and a lot of other baby mamas out there. And I don't mean it personally to you. If you're listening and you have children, I, ladies, I don't mean it. Uh, it's not an attack towards you. It's only an attack towards you if you're making absolutely no effort to better yourself in life. Those are the women that we talk shit about. If you're not trying to better yourself in any possible way, if you're you're stuck in life and you feel like you're at a dead end job, but but you're definitely getting that child support in, like you know, if you if if you can afford your marijuana and cigarettes, then don't go to child support and trying to uh, increase the money that you're getting. Because I'll, I'll give you an, a little perspective on my on my situation is uh, I used credit cards and I took uh, once I got home from Pennsylvania, and as I said before, you know, I took my daughter out. I bought her some nice uh, hundred and something dollar shoes. You know, I took her to restaurants. I, I spent more money than I could afford on on this child and all of my kids. You know, first it was a little date time between me and my daughter so that we could have some one-on-one time together, talk and, and bond. And, you know, I feel like, all right, we're making progress. But I guess... I don't know if maybe baby mama wants me to just say, hey, we sat around watching TV and ate ramen noodles, but um, dad said he couldn't afford socks, <laughs> you know, just or an underwear. I don't know. It's like it, it from my experience or for, with my situation, anytime that my daughter's mom sees that maybe I'm doing a little bit better than her, well, maybe I'm not making burgers for a living, you know? If you ever thought that before, you ever thought about that before? Like, this is where I shit on baby mamas. Is that before you go and increase a dude's child support, you have to understand, which is a flawed system, by the way. Before you do that, ask yourself, why is he making more money? First off, he has to pay your ass. And he's not even around. You know, he that shit comes automatically to you like a second free check. A, a monthly stimulus. And... If you're if he's out there in construction or if he's out there in production or some labor job and all you have to do is sit there and make sandwiches for people or make hamburgers, you have to understand how dare you try to take from somebody who's working hard for it. You know, I just don't get it. And then they have the same audacity to say, oh, Mexicans are taking our jobs. Mexicans, you know, we got to build that wall. They're taking our jobs. They're taking our jobs. You mean the jobs? That, that I don't see them taking your McDonald's job. You know? I mean, maybe you see a few of them in there, but shit. You didn't get laid off because of them. Because no, they're the ones out there sweating making these dollars because your lazy fuckhead ass doesn't want to. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. That's that's my, my situation on the... the but look, I, I can't be hypocritical here. I, I like to say that... You know, don't hate on somebody for working hard for what they get. Now, mind you, the same thing goes for the rich people, the elites, all that shit. They, you know, it just so happened to be that they got that position any way that they got it. And then ask yourself, if you were in that position, let's say that you're in the chair of Congress and they're just all like, hey, bro, I don't know if y'all gone on vacation this month yet. 
but Exxon Mobil, you know, as long as we say this and we agree to it, all of us, um, we're all going to get like a $300,000 little bonus check in our pockets. And, uh, and then we'll be off for the next month. You know what I mean? And, and who wouldn't be like, well, everybody's going to take it. Why don't you take it? And it's like, well, <laughs> fuck it. Let me take it. You know what I mean? I can't remember a job that ever gave me $300,000. But, you know, I can't hate on it because they work to get there. Somehow, some way, they either suck some dick, they, they fucked somebody, got fucked in the ass, whatever it was, they made it to where they got today. And uh, that's all I'm going to say on this. People work hard for what they get. So do I. Uh, Ethan, Ethan says, shotgun a beer. Um, record yourself shotgunning a beer. All right, well, here we go, Ethan. This one's for you. I'm going to make a fucking mess, god damn it. Well, there you go. I shotgunned a, um, oh, it's hard to shotgun a heavy-bodied beer. So I have to keep pausing the recording so I don't burp in y'all's ear. I feel like that was a complaint that was made before. But yeah, there it is. I did it. I mean, I, Loki feels like a, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it feels like a like a little bit of an accomplishment. I've never shotgunned a Shiner Bach before. Uh, so, yeah. What did I say it was? It, it wasn't. Whatever I said it was, it's not that. It was a Shiner Bach. That's why it was heavy. It was, ugh. I probably won't do that again, but good to know that I have. Um, sifting once again through emails for you guys, uh, ear to the streets. I have a question that had nothing to do with psychedelics. It was just with people in general. So that really sparked my interest. You know, I mean, I'm, I get the whole, do you test your psychs? Do you do this? Do you No, I have reputable. I have uh, trustworthy sources. So uh, we start with that and we go from there. If they give you some bunk shit, when you come out of your trip, you go whoop their ass. It's just it's old school. <laughs> no. Um, so this guy says uh, that he work, uh, he works a night job. He says that working with older people has been mentioned on, uh, on this show before in the past. And I had good things to say about them. But the old people don't seem to respect young folks nowadays. Especially if we happen to get into a position of power via uh seniority or position wise well first off dude if their position is underneath yours they have they have to it's like that's their job they can be salty about it but they have to answer to you it is what it is but let me tell you something ask yourself how the rest of the people uh at that job how do they perceive these old people do they give them respect or they do they did this and crack jokes and talk shit about the people that are old. Because if you look at it, if if there's if the majority of your crew is not uh, respecting the older people, it's gonna be very hard for them to have that real non-fake respect back towards you. And god damn, who the fuck is watching TV so damn loud? I'm over here talking shit, and it's, like, right behind me. I've got Red Dead Redemption, too. So, you know, it's got that, like, western. I forgot I turned the game on. And I was all like, wait, 
we got to finish up this podcast. So we'll just let that play. If you hear it in the background, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I'm not going to go edit this out or nothing like that. That's way too much work. Shout out to Black Lou for all he does. Anyways, um, so let, let's keep it rocking and rolling, baby. The older people that you work with, they're probably, they probably have a good mindset. Um, I, like, I find it rather normal to befriend those older people. Because A, whenever the, uh, when, when management looks down at people for an explanation, the first thing that they're going to do is look at the old people because they're like, oh, they're, gonna, they're more likely to tell the truth. And if you're, not in, if you're in cahoots, you know, if you're in bad blood with uh, these old guys, they're going to throw you along with everybody else under the bus. And sometimes they don't give a fuck. Sometimes they do. So it's always good to have these older people um, under your shoulder or, you know what I mean, under your wing. Because half the time, I guarantee you, these, these, young, or these older guys, they're going to hate you. These older people... They hate the young folks because of how easy it has. Before in the past, in order for you to get, like, move up promotion-wise, somebody had to die. Somebody had to quit their job or get caught fucking in the parking lot or some shit. You know what I mean? Sexual harassment, whatever it was. Nobody just gave up their job. And it was just a trickle, like a, you know, like it was a drip. Once one moved out the way, the next one slides in. And that's how you got lucky. Nowadays, these these companies are <laughs> that game. Uh, nowadays, these companies, what they're doing, and pay attention to this, they're promoting from within. There's a lot of uh, a lot of new changes coming to these places, and if they do promote from within, pay attention to how long that shit takes, because if it makes if it takes you two years to get a pay raise then you've been working that job a year too late, you know? I mean, it's, especially if they have, like, mandatory overtime and you have no say-so, yeah, it's time to go. Like, I can't do it. I have to, um, especially, I always wonder, like, with the with the cost of living rising, I couldn't, I just, I couldn't believe being at one of my older jobs because they're like, oh, yeah, cost of living went up, everybody. So we're raising everyone 10 cents. And guess what? We're going to do you an even sweeter deal. We're going to tack on 5 cents to go with that. That's a whole 15 cent raise, everybody. It's 15 cent raise. Now, enjoy this pizza party because y'all made us millions. <laughs> y'all ever notice that you see people buy a pizza like... Like pizza's the the biggest patch on people's lives and brings morality up. Pizza party, yeah, that literally cost a fraction of all those profits. And uh, there's so many TikTok videos about there uh, about that the 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 workplace pizza parties that I fucking love them. But man, I re speaking of pizza party, I remember this one chick. I think I mentioned it before when I was in Pennsylvania. She was asking me for pizza money. <laughs> she was like, we're going to throw a pizza party, a special pizza party for these two girls. And I was just all like, well, I'm leaving too. Oh, you're leaving? Okay. Like, bitch, where the fuck is my pizza party? 
And then the next day, the very next day, this is what blows my fucking top off. The very next day, I walk in, and the first question they ask, hey, did you bring the money? Bitch, fuck you. Are you serious? Did I bring the money so that you can celebrate with Joe Hurl? Where the fuck is your money at? Because you want a pizza party for this bitch so bad? Fucking do it your damn self. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's like, for real, you thought I was... You, y'all don't give a fuck about me. You know what I'm saying? Imagine this, guys. I, I don't know if you guys can see what I'm talking about here, but this bitch, these people that were having this party couldn't give two rats asses about me and my well-being and the fact that I was leaving. You know what I mean? It was these two bitches that, like, they only gave a fuck about. And I was like, yo, if you are, you're a damn fool for expecting some kind of cooperation out of me. <laughs> Get on here with your pizza party, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Man. People really... People have no fucking chill. What's this one? Um, Hey, Salvia the Mint. I've got a, de- a problem with somebody bullying me. Oh, another bully. Uh, bullying at my school. He, why are you listening to this? You... <laughs> If you're in high school listening to this, it probably shouldn't be. But, hey, you know what? Who the fuck am I to say what you can and can't do? I'm not your parent. So you got a dude, it says here, that wants to fight you all the time. He's just like, every time you encounter him, he's just all like, well, fight me, boy. Fight me, bro. Oh, bro, not boy. (laughs) We'll call him out. Do it. Just be all like, hey, but, but I don't want no place that security can catch us. Because if we're going to box, let's do it. Let's do it. Or what, are you scared? He's going to call him out. You know, a lot of these people, they, they think they're talking tough. You know, what happened to the days where you just like, you talk your shit, you get into a scrap with somebody, right? Y'all throw down, and then let's say you lose the fight. You're sitting there at the end like, damn. Like, that just happened. Like, fuck. Well, maybe I learned it to shut my fucking mouth. Or, you know, like, maybe I learned something from this. But nowadays, no. The younger generation of, all, like, all these new kids coming out, they're all just like, what do you mean I lost? No, no way. I, lo- I win. I fucking win. I win, bitches. That's right. Mommy says I win anyway. <laughs> the Mommy pats my ass and powders my balls every morning. <laughs> it's it's not hard to tell um, which person had their balls cradled as a child their whole lives. You know, if if mama's boys wiped their asses all their fucking life, <laughs> it's not hard to find those people. And then whenever they're all away from mom, they want to talk tough and be manly. Except for mom, as soon as they see mom, mom, help me, I'm hungry, like bitch. Have some independence. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to fucking tell you. You're in high school. I don't want to tell you to do the wrong thing, and then you end up shooting the fucking place up. Wait a minute. Let me ask. Are you white? Because if you're not white, we probably don't have that problem. <laughs> oh, man. You're like at the gun star. Like, you know, which one is more back to school? This one? You know, the, how about... The AK with the combat boots 
or the Uzi Tech 9 <laughs> or the Tech 9 with the slippers. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do, man. Somebody wants to bully you, like, fucking tell on them. Say, say, hey, teacher, this guy wants to fight me all the time, and I just need to let you know that if you don't do anything about this to stop it, we're going to end up fighting. I'm getting tired of him. That's what you have to say. Say, I'm tired of this bullshit. And you have to say it like that. You have to say the cuss word. And I guarantee you they're going to be like, well, you can't be saying those words. Because, well, I can't be fighting nobody either, so I want to see you take care of this problem first, and then we'll talk about my cussing. Ooh, once you take charge... It was different. So I'm sorry. You're my resources here at this school. I'm the one getting an education. See, they never expect no kids to say that shit. That's when they ever get up in that motherfucker's face and be like, well, what, bitch? You grown-ass man, what the fuck you gonna do? That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, playing. I'm gonna get that school shot up. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. If you're gonna shoot something up, I, I would... Recommend a, a police precinct. At least you go down like a man, guns blaz blazing. It's like somebody can shoot back. Just make sure you practice. You know what I mean? I don't want to send somebody who has no practice into a precinct to go. Sh all right. All right. Never mind. I'm not trying to get another ban. Not trying to get another ban. Oh, look at this. It's about time anyways. Oh, man. What's up, everybody? I'm glad I put you motherfuckers on on this bacon. I let you know about this doo-doo-ass wannabe virus going on in New York. Everybody's got fucking AIDS. So guess what? Why, let's continue to eat ass. Like, I don't get it. What's the point in trying to be afraid of catching all these viruses and variants when motherfuckers eat ass? The first thing they're going to catch is E. coli. <laughs> oh, man. Pink eye. Ugh. I mean, I ate ass before. I'm not going to lie. I'm just glad the bitch didn't fucking fart in my face. That was weird. But, fuck yeah, I did that shit. It was weird. It's not like eating pussy, I'll tell you that much. It's like like a pussy that just stays closed. You got to, like, literally tongue their asshole. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. My wife's not about it. So, um, I guess it was a one and done service there. But like, really? I don't have to do that? Great. Uh, you're not getting out of sucking my dick. Anyways, everybody, it was wonderful to be back. I, I know I got a lot of shit going on right now. A lot of personal shit. A lot of shit, period. I'm taking vacation. And, I mean, I'm just simply enjoying my fucking life because I don't work just to live. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, I don't, uh, what, what do you call it? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes, I do. I take that back. <laughs> because I don't live just to work. I work to live, too. Hell, yeah. And I'm all out of beer, so it's about a good time to uh, wrap this up. Thank you once again. Guys, continue to send me emails that actually mean something. All right, there's a lot of, like, doo-doo. I, I know we're a funny podcast. We talk shit. But please understand, like, I need <laughs> I need something more than just, like, yo, I had this trip, and this is what happened. And, like, what do you think, you know? Give me your thoughts on the shit going on in the world. What's going on, man? Like, there's just, 
don't give a fuck about what you know what I mean. Like, don't not give a shit about what's going on in the world. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, it was really great to connect with you guys once again. I'm gonna go ahead and leave you with some music. Uh, thank you once again. Well, I, it's a theme song, so thanks once again for tuning in. I'll catch you guys in another couple of weeks. Peace. <laughs>